This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Thinking sideways. I don't understand. Stories of things we simply don't know the answer to. Well, hi, everybody. My name is Devin, and I'm joined, as always, by... Joe. Steve. Oh, not Joe and Steve, just Joe Steve. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, my name isn't and Steve, so... Yeah. Oh, it's not? No. Oh, I thought it was. Yeah, I've been a little... It's a little weird when you keep introducing me as and Steve. And Steve. And people say, oh, hi, and Steve. Well, you know, put us three in a room... And uh, you've got Thinking Sideways, the podcast. Yes, not to mention synergy. Synergy. Yes, lots, <laughs> lots of and synergy. lots of synergy yeah. in this room here. We are the definition of synergy. Yeah. So oh. uh, the mystery we're going to talk about tonight is the dancing plague of 1518. As luck would have it, there are actually a lot of dancing plagues in our history, including one... In the 70s? In the 70s. and I The guess... entire 70s? Ah, ha, ha. No. Oh, okay. Sorry. That was not a dancing plague. That was a plague of dancers. Ah. Difference. I know. Disco, yeah. That yeah, that thing. Yeah. And actually, there there was a case that's kind of relevant to this in, like, even 2012. Mm-hmm. Really? Where was that? The East Coast mm-hmm. of America. Sorry. It <laughs> yeah. occurs to me not everybody is listening in America. But right now, we're going to talk about the dancing plague of 1518. I think it's probably the most famous one. It is, yeah. Yeah. Um, and it starts. I mean, if, you t- if you go to what, if you type in dance plague in Google, this is the one, this that, is the comes one that comes up, up yeah. you know, even though there's been lots of others. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it took place in what was then the Holy Roman Empire, but is now kind of on the border of France and uh, Germany. Mm-hmm. Strasbourg. Um, st- yes, exactly. Words, words I can't say. I'm so bad with German pronunciation. I don't know why I keep picking stories that have German pronunciation in them. Glutton for punishment. It's probably it. You actually secretly want to, you know, spiff up, spiff up your pronunciation of German. Probably. Oh, that's that's maybe this it. This is kind of a yeah. It, our story starts with uh, Frau Trophia. Trophia, Trophia, Trophia. Yeah, who knows? Uh, she's a young woman. Um, I would say she's the patient zero of this particular mm-hmm. dancing plague. In July of 1518, she takes to the streets and starts dancing, quote, fervently. Fervently? Fervently. <laughs> fervently? Fervently? Yeah. Fervently? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Isn't that the same word? Fervently? Am I just pronouncing it wrong? Yeah, fervently. Fervent, fervently. Yeah. Don't ask me. I'm not the one yeah. for pronunciation. That's, uh, that's true. Yeah, it's not even a German word, for Christ's sakes. Uh, so for the she danced for um, four to six days, apparently. Not, not a great handle on how many actual days she danced for, but four to six. Mm -hmm. Um, And in the beginning, she was alone. But by the end of the week, 34 others started boogieing with her in the streets. And by the end of the month, 400 boogiers were accounted for. Mm -hmm. 
Boogiers. What, what was the population of Strasbourg at That's this time? A, we don't know. We don't yeah. know. The census was really bad that year. It was year. really awful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't I mean, I don't think we were even doing censuses. We, they. I don't think they were doing censuses at that point either. <laughs> maybe, um, maybe not, but um So a dozens of these people died as a result of this, either from exhaustion, like you would, you know, kind of think, or heart attacks or seizures. Mm-hmm. Strokes. Excuse me, strokes, not mm-hmm. seizures. So there's a fairly strong evidence that this did actually happen. In fact, uh, there are reputable historic documents, including physicians' notes, cathedral sermons, local and regional chronicles, notes issued by a city council, local city council, that are all real. That all mention this plague. In fact, um, historian and professor at Michigan State University John Waller goes so far as to say that the event took place is undisputed. Yeah, proof. and he wrote a book about it too. He wrote two. His books book is about called it. like "Dance Till You Die" or "A Time to Dance, yeah. A Time to Die." Or yeah, he wrote two. Skyfall of them, or so something like that. I don't know. <laughs> Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Accounts show that people weren't just shaking or trembling or convulsing, but actually dancing. What kind of dancing? Um, moving their arms and legs on purpose. Mm-hmm. I don't Kinda know like what it looked like. I don't know that I've doing the twist, doing uh, the watusi. No, definitely not doing that. But they were apparently actively moving their arms and legs, so it wasn't just like people like spazzing sneezing. out. So it was voluntary. Uh, it was involuntary. Oh, this is what I heard. Is this many of these people were really not happy about their status as dancers? Yeah, people <laughs> reportedly were writhing in pain, screaming for help, and begging for mercy. At the same time, however, apparently they were experiencing altered states of consciousness almost like a trance state. This helps to explain how they could have physically maintained dancing for so long. Mm -hmm. The trance. Yeah, because you kind of think, you know, who could dance for six days? I mean, you know. Or 30 days. Well, you know, just in general, like who can dance that long without suffering death? the patient zero for Atrophia was uh, apparently she would she danced until she was exhausted and then just sort of fell to the ground and fell asleep. Mm-hmm. And, and then, then when she woke up, she, she did woke start up, dancing she started again. dancing. And I don't know what she did for food and water in the meantime. I have no idea. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, that's a good question. Mm, yeah. yeah, I've never seen anything say, okay, well we force fed or food or water down them. I've never seen anything that yeah, said how they got sustenance. It, it might have. Might, maybe peop, townspeople just brought them, like, you know, cakes and glasses of water or something like that. I don't know. Brought them <laughs> something, force, something to eat. Force-fed them or something. Well, no. I mean, if these people are dancing, that doesn't mean they can't eat. They can just, like, you know, people can just walk up and hand them, hand them something to chow down on, and they, they could eat it while they dance. And, I guess. Unless it's, I mean, you know, if it's involuntary, involuntary though, and they're just, mm-hmm. like, spazzing. And, yeah, they have no control. Then I guess they're out of luck, yeah. I guess you just... People just, hand feed them. Yeah, just shove a little cake in their mouths or something mm-hmm. like that, or some beef jerky. In there. That sounds messy. Yeah, a little yeah. beef jerky cake. <laughs> yeah. Beef jerky. This is, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, this is where we got pieing in the face. Yeah. <laughs> just throw a pie at their face and hope that some of it ends up in their mouth. Yeah. Uh, That's dirty dancing. It is. I, so I guess the, only, the real question of this isn't, did this happen? Like, most of our mysteries are, did this happen, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. This one is, why did this happen? Or, mm-hmm. or more accurately, why did this happen? Well, I'll tell you why it happened. Dance fever. Dance fever. Yeah. Dance, dance revolution. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Some um, people just got a boogie. Well, I got to tell you my theory right now. Oh, okay. And it's like, uh, these people really wanted to be good dancers. And, you know, if you really want to get good at something, you've got to do a lot of it. Practice? So, so it, practice it was, it was practice, perfect? yeah. 
That oh. that's your entire theory. Yeah, it's a good theory. Is right that there. they wanted to be good dancers? That's right. So they were practicing. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'll buy uh, that. Sure. Sure. Yeah, no. Why, Why not? not? Yeah, totally. Totally. It's, I mean, it's not much worse than our first theory. Yeah. No. No. Yeah, this is a good theory. I like this one. Yeah. The, it was actually the theory of the time with the physicians, the local physicians diagnosed this woman and then all the subsequent other people with, which was hot blood. Which is a weird diagnosis. That so, I, well, yeah. you don't know, quite understand this. They said, wow, she's got a fever. She Obviously, fever. her blood is just really hot running through her veins. Although usually they would have prescribed bloodletting at this point. Oh, cause that was kind of like popular. That. that was the thing. That was, back yeah, that was actually, it, it probably killed more people than it helped, but, uh, yeah. Um, but it was popular. It was popular. They, they prescribed more dancing actually for her. <laughs> they said, you should just dance it out. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just walk it out. Just walk it out. Did they write, actually write out the prescription? I have no idea. <laughs> Nobody can read, read this. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. The, the local physicians quote, ruled out astrological and supernatural causes instead announcing that the plague was a natural disease caused by hot blood. Yeah. I'm sad. Supernatural and astrological, they were ruled out on the scene, which means that we can't say it was demon possession. Uh -huh. They knew. Like, it if was. anybody was going to know if it was demon possession, they would have known. Yeah. Uh, it, it probably was demonic possession. I think probably. Well, I'm sure you guys were, like, devotees of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Uh-huh. And no. do, you remember, do you remember the musical episode? I do. Yeah, that was a great episode. It was a great yeah. episode. But I remember what it turned out to be. It turned out there was a demon that had come to town, and, and this demon caused people to burst out into song. Mm -hmm. You know? And so... Maybe, maybe you know, it was the same demon. That's probably what it was. Yeah, or a similar demon. Yeah, a dancing demon. Steve is not amused. I, I, <laughs> I, I can't, I can't believe that we're talking about Buffy. <laughs> you can't believe it. Well, Buffy is like you know, well, she is. <laughs> well, but it does, it does make me think about the actual dancing and the demonic possession. Uh -huh. It does make me think about some of the stuff that in the reading and the research that I was doing is. Where is, I want to say Haiti is, is not the place, but in the Caribbean where people are quote, prone to quote-unquote demonic possession. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I'm talking about? Places where they, they'll be zombified for a while? Yeah, that's Haiti, yeah. yeah. Is it Haiti? Yeah, okay. it's not demonic possession, though, but it's like... Uh, well, spirits. It, it, spirits will take them over is what they say. Yeah, probably some people believe that, but the zombification in Haiti is when you can actually give people this drug. It's, from, it's made from a local plant, mm -hmm. and apparently it... it, it puts you under and then you basically go into a sort of a trance and you're you can be enslaved to, to whoever administered the drug to you. Right, right. Yeah, and yeah. well and, and these people are known for, you know, being possessed and doing all these things. One of the things they do all the time is they do those kind of wild erratic dances. Mm -hmm. And it, it may I'm not saying it's the same thing, but it makes me think about what it might have looked like to watch mm -hmm. these people in this plague. Yeah. Well, actually, that's an interesting theory, you know, because when you think about the zombification in Haiti, if you administer this, this naturally occurring drug to people and enslave them to your will and just say, okay, go out in the streets and just dance your ass off, mm -hmm. you know, and maybe, you know, maybe that, maybe it was some guy who was doing something like that. Was actually maybe it was some people. guy drugging yeah. people. Drugging people and making them dance. Maybe. I mean, you'd think you'd want to like go to the, you know, drug them and make them, you know, go to the go to the ATM and get some cash out to give to you, you know, uh, or something like that. Oddly, not because there thing. were so many ATMs at that time. Yeah. Yeah. How many were there in Strasbourg at that time? Uh, probably only like five. Yeah. Do a Google on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the next theory is that it was mass hysteria. Yeah. Um. So remember John Waller 
from uh-huh. like two the minutes professor? ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. He's written two books on the subject, and he posits that it was caused by mass psychogenic illness. What is psychogenic? Because I, I couldn't ever get a real clear answer on what that means. Mm-hmm. Psychogenic diseases are psychological illnesses that stem from emotional trauma. Mm. Okay. So it's, it's, it's just essentially like a physical ailment that has that, that isn't really real. It's not caused by a physical illness. It's caused by psychological Yeah, it's like a physical... Manifestation. ...of emotional or mental stress. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I can I can follow that because there's okay. a lot of people who I swear I have this, and then they ex- they exhibit every symptom, textbook symptom, but mm. when the actual tests are done, they don't really have anything. Mm. So would yeah. that be you... a good correlation to or example of it? No, that's like in their head. Uh huh. Or it could also be a hysterical something. Okay. Like a hysterical pregnancy is not an actual pregnancy. It's a pregnancy where a woman. Yeah. Shows all the signs of it, but it's actually just her body or her brain tricking her body into thinking that she's pregnant. So that's what mm. psychogenic is, then? Kind of, yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. No, well, that's, like, that's, that makes sense, and that's kind, kind of, of what I wondered. So. Kind of, but it's more like your brain, you're experiencing a lot of stress, so you... Here's a great example, actually, and I was going to talk about it a little bit later, but we'll just talk about it right now. Okay. Um, this, this case in 2012... Oh, yeah. ...on the East Coast of the United States of America... 12 students all going to the same school developed these strange symptoms that look a lot like Tourette's. So they're involuntary physical tics and involuntary uh, vocal tics like, you know, Tourette's patient Mm -hmm. would have, but it just developed overnight and in 12 people at the same time. Yeah. Um, Of course, it could have been 12 teenagers decided they they wanted a good excuse to yell. That's true. Although, yeah, oh, sorry, I've got Tourette. I've I watched some interviews with these students, and it is definitely not that. It is definitely involuntary. They're no, yeah. they're not faking it. It's involuntary twitches. It looks awful. It has totally disrupted their lives. Mm-hmm. I, um, Tourette's, Tourette's is a hard one to, to fake for real. I don't know if yeah. you've ever known anybody with it. I, I had a coworker years ago. Who, I have not. No, he he was on meds for it. And I was just, I didn't know, and mm. I was talking to him, and then he was at my desk talking to me and just sort of locked up and had this screw, you know, his face kind of screwed up for a second. He let go, and he let out a deep breath, and then he apologized. He's like, yeah, my meds are a little off. I was like, and I didn't know, and he explained. It was like, oh, and so he would do, he would have weird little just, he'd be just sitting there typing away at his desk and just... You know, he's, he'd just kind of bunch mm-hmm. up at the neck and mm-hmm. his eye would just kind of twitch. I mean, it was it was very obvious yeah. what yeah. it was. Once you knew what it was, yeah. that's hard to fake and because actual, it's uncomfortable yeah. Actual Tourette's isn't, you don't actually yell out swear words. No, some people do. I, some but people it's, it's do, but it's mostly of... you just, you have these verbal tics and oftentimes yeah. it's just like a stutter or like a stumble no. over words or physical yeah. tics. So this the... in this instance, the school district ruled that it wasn't an environmental anything mm-hmm. that somehow these 12 students had all just developed this for unknown reasons. Mm. That is a great example of this kind of mental disorder. They're or saying now it... that it's just that these 12 students have some kind of stress in their lives and that this is how it's manifesting. Or it Weird could to me, be, it could be uh, something that's viral in origin too. I suppose have that's you, true. Have you ever heard of Bell's palsy? Yes. Yeah. A friend of mine caught that once years ago. 
So he wakes up one day and, and one half of his face is paralyzed mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. he couldn't move it at all. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, doctors have tested these kids for pretty much everything under the sun and it doesn't seem to be anything. They think it's definitely psychological in some nature. So it, that's a psychogenic disorder. Okay. That they think at this point that it's just some kind of stress. Another great example would be a thing uh, that a lot of people have probably heard of, which is the laughing disease. That the act, there was this group of African girls who got it. That was in Tanzania, right? Yeah. It was very interesting. There's a great radio lab on it. A bunch of schoolgirls in Tanzania just started laughing uncontrollably and couldn't stop themselves from laughing. Yeah, for like weeks. Ooh. Yeah. Those are examples of psychogenic illnesses. Okay, so what's what's going on in the area that would... Check well, that's off. a great question. Mm-hmm. They are in the middle of a really awful famine caused by cold winters, hot summers, crop frost, and violent hailstorms. Also suffering an outbreak of smallpox, syphilis, and leprosy. Oh, those, are, those are all fun ones. <laughs> so the whole community is going through this. And you could kind of think that... Absolutely, it makes sense to me that everybody would just kind of have this... Or at least maybe one person has this break, right? This psychogenic break Mm -hmm. that causes her to uncontrollably dance for whatever reason. And then people see it. And for the first couple of days, they think, oh, there's, there's Frau out there. She's just Uh, just being crazy. Just being crazy. And then a couple of them are like, just compelled to join her for whatever reason. They, you know, see it every day and they're also in these stressed mental states. And for whatever reason, their brain says, yeah, let's do that too. Yeah, it could and be. And the more people that join, the more people that join. Mm-hmm. You know, so I guess that's the only... It's also the only one that really explains why the group would have gotten exponentially bigger over time. It's kind of like the reverse of the placebo effect too, and that is that, you know, back in those days, people were pretty superstitious. And mm-hmm. so you see somebody dancing like that, and apparently against their will, and you, you start thinking, wow, demons. How, how much longer do I have to go before the demon gets yeah. me? You know, and then you sort of talk yourself into believing that there's a demon out there mm-hmm. who's going to take over your body yeah. and, and do this stuff to you. And yeah. So, so. And correct me if I'm wrong, but this particular plague, I think you said this before, is not the first time it happened. Nope, nor the last. Yeah. It, it was just kind of the biggest and best documented. I think what it's the first documented case was in 12 or 1300, mm-hmm. somewhere in that ballpark. Yeah, it's that's really interesting. There's this period of time... <laughs> From the 12th century-ish to, like, the 17th century-ish, mm-hmm. where we see dancing plagues, and really not since then, and not before then. Really. I mean, maybe before then. Maybe we just were like, ah, demons. And so it was you, just kind of a fad then. Maybe. And do you know why it stopped? No. Do you know why it stopped? Well, I mean, I've, I've read some stuff on it. It's, uh, oh, God, what's his name? Saint, uh, Saint, is it Vetus or Saint, Vitus? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Which, gonna, how do, oh, I don't I'll, know which way to pronounce it. I don't know. It. I'll, go, I'll go with Vetus, I I'm going to go with Vetus, too. Yeah. Okay, so we'll say it's Vetus. Mm-hmm. I know that in the readings that we were doing, there's the thing about Saint Vetus, and he... Oh, throw... so you're going to steal my next theory. Well, but, but it actually it plays into why it stopped. Oh, why? Okay, so for Saint Vetus was this saint, and correct, correct me if I'm wrong on how the story goes, but basically he called down dancing as 
was a punishment it on was his sinners. Plague. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if yeah. you if you were a sinner, uh, he would send down plagues of compulsive dancing to anyone that angered him. Okay. Yeah. And people, I God, what was the predominant religion at the time? It wasn't that Christianity. Was Christianity. Christianity. Yeah, well, was Rome, it Christianity? In the Holy Roman Empire. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I I just I know that there was a shift in the direction of the church, mm. and at that time in that era. A lot of the worship was you worship the saints. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, you, you worship God, God yeah, yeah. but you still worship the saints. Yeah, and Catholicism at about that time. the 1600s, they shifted away from worshiping the saints as much. So then the knowledge about this saint calling this down on people fell out of popular knowledge. Uh-huh. So then this reign of dancing terror mm. wasn't something that you knew about anymore and people you, collectively forgot about Are it. you saying Could that be. if you forget what a saint will do to you, that saint can no longer do it to you? I am not going to say what a saint can or cannot do to you. I'm not going to fall into that trap. But I do know that people were worried about it. And it goes back to this this psychogenic, is that the Mm -hmm. right word? Is that when you're in these times of stress and things are bad and then, oh, saint, you know... Vetus is setting his stuff down on us and we're going to be plagued by him. Better stop sinning, dude. But if you're not, that's not being preached at you all the time. You don't know that that's a potential punishment. Mm -hmm. I guess I kind of, I kind of was in the same thought process and I didn't include this because it's not a theory that I came across that was substantiated at all. But I was like, wow, they're in this horrible famine. Maybe Frau was like, wow, I remember we used to do rain dances. Like to appease the gods for whatever reason, mm-hmm. or whatever they were angry. Great grandmother used yeah. to speak of. I'm just gonna go do that for a little while, but that doesn't explain why it was involuntary, why it was like a trance state. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, and and uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, the the Saint Vitus thing, you'd have to believe that that is what caused it, and mm-hmm. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say that that's what's caused it, but I just yeah. wonder <clears throat> if you're in that suggestible state because life sucks. Yeah, and you're starving. You're and starving. And you and got to do something. Mm-hmm. Well, it would be easy. Oh, that lady's still doing it, and like Joe said, she must have really when, when am I? When am I? When when's, when's my card gonna, yeah, gonna get pulled? And, uh-huh. Oh, I'm being pulled on the dance floor. Yeah, you know the um, the conception of saints is as vengeful it does appear to have gone away. Yeah, you know, I mean we still have our saints and everything, but we don't we don't really see them as vengeful mm-hmm. anymore. And I'm not sure exactly when that when that sort of turned. I know that it's the same thing happened with angels. You know, if you look in the Old Testament, angels were not. The, they were not nice. They were not sweethearts like they no. were. No, they were God's hitmen. They were, yeah, yeah, they, were yeah. they were badass. And he didn't want to, he didn't want to meet an angel ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and now yeah. they it's totally reversed. Now angels are are wonderful. They're like you know good fairies. They are good fairies. Yeah. yeah. So while we're talking about saints, since you totally steamrolled my next theory, wow. or my last theory, I guess. Uh, we're going to talk about St. Anthony's Fire. Yeah, I like the, the sound of that. No, it's actually ergotism, which is how we've decided we're going to say this word. <laughs> um, ergotism is what you get after you eat ergo. It's a ergo- mold, yeah, I, I'm not sure if it's, I think it's ergo, but it might be ergot. Okay, one of our listeners, uh, would you look it up and send us an email? Right now. Please, yeah, right yeah. now, while we're Thanks. recording. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> And we talked about this as a possible answer for the Mary Celeste, if you guys will recall. I do recall. Yeah. So I don't think we our did? listeners probably yeah. recall this. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, 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 oh yeah, yeah, we yeah. did. We yeah. totally did. We did. Yeah. Our listeners may or may not recall that this is something that you get, ergo, is a mold that grows on rye bread when it's stored improperly. Mm-hmm. And they didn't exactly have good good options for no. And food hey, back in those you days. remember that famine thing? Exactly. So you're gonna was... eat whatever you can. Yeah, buy. all of it. Moldy bread. All now. of it. Yeah. It's also a psychotropic mold that can cause delirium, hallucinations, and seizures, among other things. Yeah. But apparently, from what I read, the symptoms of, of ergotism are, are basically kind of spat. You just sort of <clears throat> spaz. spaz out. You know, you don't really dance. You just kind of twitch and spaz. Yeah, that's a problem. It Also, a problem for me is why more and more people would be suffering from it instead of a big outburst to begin with and less and less people, which is what you would kind of assume if everybody was eating mm. gross bread. Uh, mm. You know, actually, I have an idea on that. What's your idea on that? Okay, so Frau is dancing, mm-hmm. and everybody's kind of coming around and watching her, and then somebody else joins in the dance, and the the local, was it the city commission or whatever city they council, were, yeah. they set up, they turned the whole thing into like a giant dance hall when they decided to let them dance it out. Right, when they decided yeah, they that hired, it was hot blood. Yeah, they hired musicians and all mm-hmm. that. Right, so okay. We'll just, we'll just dance it, yeah. So, so what happens when you do that? People gather to check it out. So then Aww. there's somebody industrious says, you know what, all these... I'm going to set up a food cart. I'm going to set up a food cart. And all yeah. these people are going to buy my food and just happens to have a whole stash of bread that is infected and laced with it. Mm-hmm. And now people are standing around watching it and then they're afflicted with ergotism and then they start dancing and more come to watch. And that guy's just taking all the bread he can and serving it to everybody. Yeah, I could see yeah. how exponentially that would help encourage the growth of the the epidemic if that's what caused it, if the ergotism is what made it happen. But mm-hmm. like you said, I mean, it, it, ergotism is twitching. It's it's not full body where it sounds like was it mostly it's in the extremities. Yeah, You're not yeah. jumping up and down and quote unquote dancing the boogie woogie. Yeah, of course. You know, I mean, this this happened like many many years ago, like uh, five hundred years ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. And as we all know, tales have a way of growing in the telling. So they might have just been spazzing out a bit, and, and then somebody described it as dancing at some point. Oh, you know, no. <laughs> the historic documents that we have very clearly state dancing, not seizuring mm-hmm. or spasming. They they specify that it's dancing full on with legs and arms and everything. Mm-hmm. And and the some of the other accounts that I read about, not this one specifically, but mm-hmm. I think it was an earlier one. I think it was a monk that was writing about it and was saying that people were doing it and they were falling down and dying because uh, they would fall and they'd break a rib or I can't remember the exact phrasing of it, but it was something about breaking their loins. <laughs> Basically, oh, I think painful. they're breaking bones in their legs or everything is so tender that muscles are tearing inside and they're falling. It sounds like internal bleeding at that point, Mm. but you're just, you're tearing your legs up. I mean, think about your feet. Mm-hmm. If yeah. you dance, if, you know, you go to an event and you dance for an hour and you go home, you take your shoes off. Oh, my feet hurt so bad. I know. Now mm-hmm. think about if you've been doing that for 12 
18, 30 some odd hours, your feet are going to be hamburger. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, your whole body is, but especially your legs and your feet. Yeah. yeah. And that's one of the main problems people have with it, why they say that it, it must have been a trance or altered state of mind, because there's just no way for a human to sustain that, particularly if it's voluntary. Mm-hmm. You know, it's further proof for why it was involuntary, because who does that? Because they've decided to do it mm. and continues to do it that long. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't think I would dance for five minutes. I don't think I would well, either. Yeah. The the whole trance thing though would explain why they would just push past, mm-hmm. push past the pain. Yeah, because if they were in an altered state of consciousness, they they probably wouldn't even be registering the pain, recognizing the pain, or not nearly strong enough to stop. Right. Yeah. 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 So I mean that that lends a little credence to the possibility of a trance, but I just still don't understand exactly. I still don't buy how they got into this trance. It's still a little odd to me. And and the other thing that that I I don't know if you guys came across this, and I'm probably going to butcher the pronunciation here, is... Sydenham's chorea? Does that sound does that sound like a, a correct? Uh, Sydenham's chorea. Sydenham's chorea. Sydenham's chorea. So yeah. chorea, because I was looking this up, is it's a disorder, mm-hmm. and evidently it pronounces itself, or the symptoms of it are rapid, uncoordinated, jerky movements, which are in the hands, the feet, and the face. Which I could see how somebody could construe that as dancing, mm-hmm. if. I'm standing there and my hands and my feet and my face are kind of jerking around and spasming. You would think, well, you're just doing a weird dance. You're doing a white person dance. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm totally dancing. I'm dancing. Yeah. Uh, now, this particular affliction is something that actually this particular thing, it affects like kids mostly. It's mostly oh. kids. And it's like, yeah, it's like uh, an autoimmune disorder. Apparently. Yeah. And it's one that, that uh, you usually recover from. Now, I know that this particular thing comes about as an effect or after effect of rheumatic fever, which is, oh. again, this is a yeah. disease that would have been possibly running rampant through oh, the sure area. It also can be an after effect of a, of a streptococcus infection also. Oh. So, yeah. And so it's like one of those things where it does sufficient nerve damage you know, to your nervous system and then eventually uh, your 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 immune system starts to attack itself, starts to attack your, starts to attack its, your, your nerves. nervous system. Yeah. Yeah. And that's when you get all spastic and everything, but apparently most people recover from it. But Could it, it have been that widespread though? Well, well but, the, and the idea too that it, that it would suddenly afflict all these different people all at the mm, same time. It's a yeah. little strange. But it could have know. been some random strain of streptococcus or rheumatism. Or uh-huh. not rheumatism, it's... Uh, R- rheumatic fever? Yeah. yeah. It could have been some oddball strain that came through and everybody didn't realize what that they had it, you know, let's just say everybody's got a, it's like having a small cold. Mm-hmm. You don't mm-hmm. realize that you're really that, that sick. And so everybody's got it. And so it's onsetting to them. And that's why it was so strangely pronounced at that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it hasn't, that, that version of the disease hasn't lived into our day and age. It died out, which we've seen with other, with other infectious diseases like sure. the plague, sure. the black plague. We no longer have that because it, we beat it off eventually and it, it's gone I, in no, its, origi- no, it's, it's, origi- it's original, it's original form that, <laughs> yeah. that, 
took and killed so many people, that version is no longer around. Yeah, but there's another equally nasty version around. Oh, there, around. yeah. And there's, yeah. <laughs> there's but a, the point yeah. is that I could see how that happens. Now, granted, again, this afflicts mostly children. Mm-hmm. But I could construe it back in time to a different strain that could have been afflicting adults. I guess it no. just seems like they did a pretty good do- job r- keeping the records in this place. And the physicians were obviously on it. I mean, you know, they diagnosed all these Hot people. blood, yeah. Hot blood. They were all over But it. they would have, I think they would have probably said, oh, it's so weird, everybody had this cold and now everybody's dancing. But everybody might not have reported the cold. I mean, think about it. You go That's to the physician true. when you're sick and you have money to pay. It's not a healthcare system. Yeah. I have to have the money to go see the doctor. Yeah. It, might have, it might have been Pete, too. It's like, oh, I'm going to go see the doctor. He's going to at least like, take some of my blood out of my body. Yeah, he's going to put leeches <laughs> on me again. Oh. Have you ever said, this is a random aside, have you ever seen the old Saturday Night Live skit with Steve Martin where he's the barber? Yeah, I remember that, yeah. And that he's constantly ordering bloodletting? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what I always Holy think just... of. Oh, anybody like Devin who's staring <laughs> at me blankly, who hasn't seen this before, just look it up on YouTube. I know it's out there, and it's, it's a classic Martin. But it's really funny, but it's just... Bloodletting! Yeah. That's yeah, actually, what'll cure you! It's, uh, it's actually theorized that George Washington died from that. Really? Because, yeah, he got sick, but then his doctors were like draining his blood from his body, and he, you know, might not have he might not have died. He needed that blood. Yeah, I mean, to fight seriously, the infections. Yeah, you need blood. It's weird. There's how... no such thing as a surplus of blood in your body. No, no, and it's also weird how far in history we think of. I always think of bloodletting as kind of a medieval thing. Yeah, but no. the fact that it's it, it's, you know, we're talking the 1700s and possibly people were still using bloodletting as a treatment. It's just so archaic and weird to think that it made it that far forward in time. Man, I can't wait until like 20 years from now we're like, oh, it was so archaic. There. I know. Using antibiotics. Yeah, well, you so know, archaic. Uh, yeah, I mean, a, a, a lot of a lot of perceived received wisdom is overturned all the time. If you're paying attention, you know, when I was a kid, they said, you know, they had the USDA food pyramid, which is pure bunk. Oh, it absolutely and, is, yeah. And they, and they said, you have to drink eight 16-ounce tw- glasses of water a day. No, somebody just made that up. Mm-hmm. You know, salt's bad for you. No, it turns out salt isn't bad for you. <laughs> Ca- coffee's bad for you. No, it turns out it's not. Butter's bad for you. No, it's not. Turns out fat. Fat's you not know, bad for you. Natural fat, <laughs> yeah. great for yeah. you. Carbs may be actually bad for you. Yeah, exactly. Things that we were like, hey, just have these instead. Nope. Have the low-fat, car- high-carb. Kidding. Yeah. <laughs> no. Oops. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. yeah, stuff is being overturned all the time. That's true. Like bloodletting. Yeah. Although you know, in twenty years, we're gonna find out bloodletting actually the most effective <laughs> in fighting cancer. So I'm not taking that. Yeah, I'm, not, yeah. I'm not taking that treatment. I no. hate leeches. They're gross. Yeah. They are gross. Yeah. Seriously, it's I, disgusting. So I guess we're out of theories. Unless yeah. I guess it's time you... to take a vote. Yeah. I guess. It is time to take a vote. Yeah, so I'm going to go for the uh, the Buffy solution. It was a it was a demon. It was a demon. It was a, a dancing a dance, demon. Yeah, mm-hmm. a demon that, that made you dance. Okay, Steve. I, I uh, the only one that I guess I could kind of possibly get behind is the psychogenic mm-hmm. one. Uh, you know, I, I trans states happen, and I, I could maybe see that being the reason. I like, but I'm not sold on any. I like the moldy bread. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. ergot. You like yeah. the moldy bread? 
Yeah, kind of. Okay. I mean, I don't like to eat it, but I like. Yeah. I was about yeah. to say, uh, <laughs> you want some toast? I saw some moldy no, bread over there. No, thank you. Not interested in that. Yeah, no, actually, I, 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 I'm actually kind of liking my theory that somebody was actually drugging people and, and putting them in a trance and then and then making them dance, telling them to dance because yeah. that's definitely the most effective use of people. Yeah, I know. Well, but if you're uh, you're you're forte as a craftsman is to build dancing stages it's gonna pay off that could be it that, yeah because mm-hmm. the, the the city built that stage he's like i'm the number one dance contractor i'll build it perfect mm. he would be responsible we just found the culprit there you go yeah so all we have to do is go back some to the contractor census. yeah Find yeah. the contractor of the to go city. dig up his grave and spit on him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that'll teach him. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you know, it could be that it could be that he was administering the drugs and he, he was not able to admit it to administer to specific people. So he, you know, he had a few people that he really wanted to give the drug to because he either wanted to steal their their fortune or have sex with them or something. And so all the other ones, he he would just say, "Oh, you're in a trance. Why don't you go out in the streets and dance? I've got, <laughs> I've got some work to do here." <laughs> Fair. Yeah. Yeah, totally fair. Yeah. Well, if you want to see the links from this episode. Good luck. <laughs> you got to dance your way yeah. over to our website. Dancing is required. Dancing is absolutely required. I feel like this is the opposite of the, the city of Beaumont from Footloose. <laughs> <laughs> That's what this is. It's the opposite of that. Mm. So dance your way over to our website. It's thinkingsidewayspodcast.com. You can listen to our podcast there, of course. Um, You can leave us a comment if you want there as well. Uh, You can also listen to us on iTunes, where you should definitely leave us a comment and a rating. We're loving those. They're awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. You can also, if you forget to download the episode before you leave, stream it through Stitcher on any of your mobile devices. If you want to join the conversation... Check our Facebook group out. There's been some really interesting conversations happening there. Yeah, there's been some fun stuff on yeah. there. Yeah. You can always send us an email at thinkingsidewayspodcast at gmail.com. And speaking of our email, I think we have some listener mail tonight. Is we got a couple. Oh, a couple. Well, you should probably read the, the first one because you'll really like the first one. Oh, I will? Yes. Okay. This one is from Allie Miles, who's from the United Kingdom. I'm sorry for doing that weird accent. Cheerio. No. Uh, It says, hi, folks. Just wanted to say I really enjoy your podcast. Not quite sure how I found it, how it found its way to me here in Hull, England. But I think it was when I was trying to find out about the Isadel woman a few months back. Oh, yeah. The Isadel? The Isadel? Isadel. Isadel. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. I say things right all the time. We have great pronunciation (laughs) on this show, evidently, today. Yeah, yeah. I'm really into historical mysteries, so I downloaded quite a few of your shows. It's really good stuff. I, in particular, like the Tom and Shrewd and Lead Mask episodes. <laughs> Told you you'd oh. like this email. Yeah, yeah my see. episodes. Hey, what about my episodes, nope. huh? <laughs> well, he listened to the one, the Isdell Woman. Well, that's true, yeah. And then he has a suggestion of a show, like almost everybody does, which yes. is awesome. And I'm actually really excited about this. I'm going to try and jump on this pretty quick here. Which is funny, because I, I told him that you would probably be all over oh, that you did. one. Oh, yeah. Awesome. So it's well, got a lot of German words in it. Yeah, lots. lots. It actually is all in German. So we're going to do an all-German podcast. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, thanks for the email, Allie. Then we have one more, which this isn't something that we normally do, but I really like this because this was a really cool thing to do is we got a email from Ormond 
Yeah. And Armand evidently listened to a show that had just come out. We had released the episode about the Nazi bell. Yeah, if you yeah. guys don't know, we pre-record these. Yeah, so so this yeah. is a we're a little bit ahead when we're doing this show today. And so Ormond had listened and said, Hey, that reminds me of another story and sent us a link to another story, uh, which I don't know if either of you I didn't know about this till I, didn't I, I came across it. No, I, I saw that one. It was uh, it was I, I don't know how I came across that in, in, in investigating the Nazi bell story. But that was this one was definitely one that I checked out, and it's I, the the Kexburg UFO incident. Uh, yeah, and what what you you kind of know the story? What I mean, let's just talk about it briefly because it's a great follow up to the Nazi bell. It is. Yeah, yeah. So the Kexburg UFO incident, uh, I didn't include it in the Nazi bell because it's like uh, even though it's slightly Nazi bell shaped, it's like it doesn't appear to be related to the Nazi bell. But but this was a UFO that crashed in 1965 in Pennsylvania. And uh, it, it reportedly, lots of people saw the fireball and it caused sonic booms and stuff like that. And it and dropped it, fire as it went and caused yeah, fires in the area. Yeah, yeah. And it winds up in this patch of woods in Pennsylvania somewhere. And then uh, some of the locals that went out and found it and saw it, and they reported this this acorn-shaped object, which is kind of sort of... It looks. Nazi it does bell. look kind of like. The it Nazi looks kind of bell. Bell. It looks sort of a little bit like the Nazi bell, and it's got it, what, what appears to be hieroglyphics around the outside of it at the bottom, and uh, but apparently it's just the usual thing, you know, like you know the government came in and sealed off the area and, and men in black, you yeah. know, yeah, and, and trucked yeah. it away, but and said there was nothing away. there. Yeah, nothing to see here, folks. Just uh, a weather balloon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So even though, yeah, some people have tried to connect this with the the Nazi bell, I don't think they're related. But it's okay. kind of a it's a cool. Quirky, weird story. Oh yeah, no, no, it is an interesting little story. I like it too. But it's just not—it's just not Nazi Bell like quite enough to include it with the Nazi Bell. But I, I did like how quick he was on the draw. He like, was. He knew exactly what it made he him did. think of, yeah. and yeah. just shot that email right over, which yeah. I love. Yeah. I think that's awesome. And yeah. if people yeah. hear things in in shows and it makes you think of something, by all means, tell Let us, us because yeah. it's hard to catch every related thread. I mean, we work yeah. really hard at it, but you just can't always. Find them. Now we've got we've got a huge office full of interns who are checking all this stuff. Too. <laughs> and uh, you know, but but yeah, your you cats do. are not interns. <laughs> well, they don't think count. They are. They yeah. they they type, and by no. type I mean walk across your keyboard <laughs> and delete documents. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're very good at that. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. They well, are. that's what interns are good at too. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. If anyone is an intern. Yeah. Yeah, so anyway, no, but uh, I did do my due diligence in that story, and I did see the Kexburg UFO incident, but uh, I'm still not sure they're related. But still, thanks for the link, because it is an interesting little story. Yeah. Who who knows? Maybe we'll talk about it someday. Who knows, indeed. I guess with that, we're out of here. It is that time. I guess it is that time. It's a quick time, but it's that time. Yeah. So anyway, that's it for us, so dance, dance, everybody. Boogie woogie on out of here. Yeah. Rock on, boys and girls. Way down the boogie, play that funky music till you die. <laughs> <laughs>